Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by myself, Drew, my good mate, Phil, our good mate, Bianca, and our special guest, Carmen. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Good to have you here. Unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He's gone off to the markets. Something about some peaches. Anyway, on with the show. How are we all? Well, thank you. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm I'm always good. Yeah. That sounds like a mixed bag. Why are you only okay, Bianca? Because, like, I really, really want hash browns right now and I keep thinking about them. I'm not going to lie about this. I really feel like hash browns right now. You couldn't have said this ten minutes ago when we could have got hash browns. No, I said let's yeah, get them before yeah. we get here. But I felt Why bad because we were taking so long because we were taking so long to get them. You should have um, just said we're getting hash browns No, there's a different... my order. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway. Next anyway, time we'll be eating hash browns. Yes, on with the show. On with the show. We've got a bit of a week. Don't we? Yes. A bit a of a bit, week. A little few things week. to talk about. Yes, indeed. What uh, we uh, we got a very brief movie review to chuck in there because other than that, the show's getting a bit political again because it's been a while since we've done that. Yes, indeed. Isn't it? Nothing to do with any sort of impeachment, I don't think. No. But, uh, you know, that's going around in the media. But there's a little bit of news out of Canberra. Yep. Or the ACT. The yep. ACT. Yeah. Um, at the moment. Um, also... Uh, quite, quite, a, quite an interesting one, um, and that's why I think it's very important that this week we don't have two heterosexual white men in the room. We actually also have with us <laughs> two, two ethnic um, uh, LGBT LGBT females in the room yes. as well, um, because the topic, one of the topics of discussion for the week is what is it? Again? it it's it's normalcy versus statements of minorities and mostly LGBT reps because that's what Carmen and I can talk about most. Yes. Mm. Carmen is identifying <laughs> I did. Um, okay, so, I mean, I've grown up here in Australia, like, so is my yes. mum and dad, but yes, their families thing. are from yes. overseas. So, um, yeah, they're like Islander and Maltese and I am bisexual, but... Um, I'm in a lesbian relationship right now, so. And Bianca? I'm Greek, Turkish, Middle Eastern salad. Um, <laughs> yes. Yep. And bisexual as well, but not in a relationship, so. Yeah. And see, so that's why, if you go and do your fact checks, that's why we're bloody allowed to say whatever the bloody hell we want to, for Christ's sake. More of that later. We're judging our own community. Exactly. Bloody hell. <laughs> more, more, more on that later. First of all, uh, First of all we um, saw... We saw good boys. Good boys. We saw good boys. I didn't see it. How do we describe good boys? It's like like preteen super bad. Super bad for boys and, oh no, book smart, but with boys and preteen. There you go. See? See? Book smart, that's a movie with um, a a, a gay chick and and stuff like that. Olivia Wilde is the best. She directed that. Yes, Yes, she she did. did. Um, Yeah, no, good boys. Uh, Great film, but with uh, children in it. I found it interesting. I still think that one of my favorite parts of the entire movie is the trailer and the fact that Seth Rogen talks to these stars of the film and tells them that they're not allowed to watch the trailer or the film that they're in because of uh, the amount of bad language in it. Bad language, inappropriate everything. Isn't it about drugs? It's a little bit about drugs, a little bit about the fact that one of the parents um, of the kids has... A very, very open sexual relationship with toys and oh. yeah, one of one well. of one of the, oh. one of the yes. sets of parents has sex toys everywhere and a sex, and swing, a sex swing and a I'm sex doll. I'm actually pretty sure you can lose your children for that. Hang on, wait. So yes. what was this for? Sorry, what? This this movie is called Good Boys. So what it is, it's about these three comedy, rather nerdy like boys that. 
that are what 11 12 years old yeah. or something and they're <gasps> yep. they're moving into middle school and they like they're not popular by any means but uh-huh. one of them is sort of being courted by the popular kids to to hang uh-huh. out with them and to uh-huh. go to their party. And, and he's the, trying to drag his other friends along with Yeah, him. The, the girl he likes is going to be at this party. And it's and a kissing party. Aww. It's a kissing party. And he's managed to convince the cool kids to let his his other two mates come along. But there's a lot of chaos between this yeah, point course. and them actually getting to the party okay. where they wind up, by the end of it, they wind up buying drugs. Oh, right. As, okay. as we often say on the podcast... Calamity ensues. Calamity ensues. <laughs> I see. That's I the see. nicest way of putting um, it. This, this film's interesting. It also, in some ways, in terms of, um, I love the film Mean Girls. This this yeah. film has an element of Mean Girls in it, in the sense of the way it represents um, the school kind of pecking order. Yep. Um, and 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 circle uh, or food chain. What was um, the little film that did that? The Hi, Duff. Rocky. The Duff did the Duff, that as well. Which I saw. It's no, the Duff. Don't ever talk about the Duff next to me because I hate that movie because it ruined my favorite book in the world. Drew loves the movie. No, don't. It's one of Drew's favorite movies. The, move, the book it was is. about, don't, the book was about an <laughs> awesome not. story about women finding themselves in the world and realizing that they don't have to change who they are just because the society sees them differently. Yes. Realizing that they're stronger hanging out together. Madison wasn't a bitch in the books. Like, Madison, okay. they were all friends. It also talks about how guys get abused just as much as women do. It talks about yeah. what happens when your father is, like, when you're... It, it's about abandonment and not having a mother figure, but also having to raise your parents. Like, it's in a beautiful, emotional book. And then they turned it into whatever fucking bullshit with texts and emoticons filling up the screen, whatever that happened, where she had to have a fucking fashion sequence. And I hated that movie. What does that ruined Duff my... stand for? Dumb, ugly friend? <laughs> um, designated ugly fat chick. Or fat friend. Sorry. The only reason I brought it up was because it actually highlighted the social groupings in the film really well. All it did was become a ripoff of Mean Girls rather than be the beautifully written book that it was. Well, however, there is a ripoff of Mean Girls called Mean Girls 2, isn't there? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Absolute ripoff of Bloody Mean Girls. No one talks about Mean Girls. Bianca loves it. That's one of her favorite films. It's like Grease 2. I've actually never read it. It didn't happen. Yeah, it, it doesn't it did not exist. Happen. No, there's there's one song from Grease Two that I really like. The one about I didn't say Grease Two. I no, said I Mean Girls Two. Oh, I Drew, come on, because it exists with Michelle Pfeiffer. The, but the the song where they talk about how does where does the where does the sperm go or something? Oh, the God. song where they talk about reproduction. I actually like that song. Okay. Anyway, anyway on, on with, with the, the show. show. Um. Sorry for that rant. That was like held in my chest. It's okay. It's what Kenton, this is. This, this is what, what the show's all about. Kent and the steering teams about. If you to have, our regular listeners, if you have an issue you want to rant about, go for it. Come on board and yeah. have a rant. I'm I guess. Rant a lot come on, episode. come on, send yeah. us Sorry, a message. Um, yeah. So, Drew, thoughts on the film? I really liked it. I th- like after seeing the trailer a couple of months ago and going, okay, like, what are we in for? I found I was laughing and in shock for the entire film, but also I found it incredibly relatable to sixth grade, like. Do you remember what it was like in sixth grade? Sixth where, grade was great. I, where, was the, I was the class clown and I used the word fiddlesticks. And then I got to year <laughs> seven, I felt the need that I shouldn't say fiddlesticks because it's a kid's word. But do you, but do you remember oh. how yeah. everyone thought 
at that age that they were clued in about the world and they I was were, clued in they about were, the They were instant expert on all these things. I and thought I was, when you but look I back so on it, was not. But you look back on it and <laughs> yeah. in this film, it let you look back. There was, like, there was a lot that okay. I wasn't, but I feel like I was in a better place than these kids were. I think so with too. The, with the well, I, I knew a lot more about sex than what I think these kids do from the trailer. Sex and swear words I knew a lot more about. Yeah. And the, the way drugs operated, I felt like I knew a little bit more than... The, I knew the about swearing this. made sense though, because yeah. that was about the level of swearing in school yeah, at that I think time. So. I knew about drugs because I went to a public school where we had a very high ratio of like drug abuse yeah. at the home. So we had to learn about all that when we were uh, really well, young. Well, 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 my school we was in Marrickville um, and it was a Catholic school. So we knew a lot about drugs because of the reasons I just stated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Isn't that the fun thing about going to a religious school? <laughs> yes, they always seem to be a little bit more dirty than public schools, but without knowing it. Yep. <laughs> I, what I, I, find I interesting really about think it. what I always found interesting was talking to my friends who didn't go to religious schools after high school mm. and finding out how not how many dramas did not happen. Like we had so much drama at our school and just like things that shouldn't be happening at schools amongst teachers and amongst students. Yes, it's because Catholic schools <laughs> often breed inappropriateness. And it just it, well, especially Catholic schools. There just <laughs> seems to be some sort of inappropriateness in Catholic to a schools. Slightly lesser extent the Anglican schools too. Yeah. I can and, testify to that. And Catholic girls' schools are just a breeding ground for lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um in the background there. Yeah, so Good Boys, not bad film. Yeah, not bad. Uh, unpopular opinion, I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to, but I yeah. still really liked it. Yeah, but yeah. Just as I would not, agree. Not, not as much as I thought. Like, you know, not on the same level as, say, Superbad, for example. Yeah, it, um, it, it didn't have that memorable quality to it, but... It was still, still enjoyable. I still and like that the friendship yeah. was the heart of it. And but I, I, I haven't seen it, but I have a feeling that a lot of 10-year-old, 11-year-old boys, when it comes out onto whatever subscription networks it's yeah. going to be on, are going to watch it with their friends, yeah. like, giggling. Yeah, and then also. Do you crying. think that it's going to be like super bad for their age? Like, do you uh, think they're going to appreciate it more than we could? No, because it was po made poss from possibly, but in the same way that we appreciated American Pie when our parents would have appreciated Porky's. Like, yeah, um, but I, I also feel though that 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 this film, because obviously that age group isn't allowed to see that, it oh, was it was made more about um, made a lot more. For us, in the sense that a, a kid wouldn't understand the fact that half the joke is their ignorance. But the other yeah, thing yeah, is true. Yeah. That's half the joke uh, is their ignorance. Yeah. The other thing like is like asking who Molly is. Yeah, who's Molly? <laughs> who's Molly? <laughs> yeah. But the other thing is, like, I watched Rat Race, which we all watched last night. I watched that when I was yes. like little, when it first yeah. came out. Yeah. yeah. And it was only when I was an adult did I appreciate some of the other jokes. Do you get what I mean? Like, I appreciate that movie because it was a part of my childhood. But that, and but now as an adult, I appreciate that movie because like I understand the rest of the show. Same, <laughs> same with The Simpsons. <clears throat> yeah, exactly same with the, the same. Simpsons. Yeah, even Rugrats <laughs> that has that dual audience. Yeah, Rugrats. When you watch the episodes again and you realize yeah. how many adult jokes they. Well, well, and you like, look back like, on like, Doctor Lipschitz <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> and, 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 oh my yeah. god. Yeah, and and for example, <laughs> do you get? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you got it? Did you just get Doctor Lipschitz? Oh my god! You keep saying it. There, but also, also the fact that on, on there's a Christmas episode, and they're all talking about they're really excited going on a holiday, mm. and Grandpa just goes, "I'm going to drink a, a glass of eggnog and fall asleep in front of the TV." Like they're all really excited about their jobs, and that's his job. Also, yep. the episode <laughs> yeah. where they go go to the future, and Angelica's mum's had all the Botox, and yep. she walks in the room, 
And um, Lil and Phil's mom's like, oh, my God. <laughs> when you were younger, I was just like, I, why did she just looks like she's gotten older? Because when I was older, I realized people don't actually just look like that when they get old. People get Botox and look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my it's God. True. Anyway. <laughs> On with the show. So that was that was good boys. That was good boys. Um, let's move on to the other topic of the day, and that is uh, Canberra. Uh, well, the state that Canberra resides yeah. in. It's not a state. The it's, territory. It's a territory. Their territory that that uh, Canberra resides in. The it's about capital, to get very green. It's about to get very green, and not in the sense it's about of to get uh, very relaxed. Yeah, very relaxed and more relaxed very than green. Not in the sense that they will have more trees. No, they'll probably have more bushfires because oh. Australia's still in a drought. No, I mean they're about to be. Legally allowed to have pot plants. Pot plants, indeed. So trees. Pot plants. We mean marijuana plants. plants. But you know, trees. Trees. Yes. Tomato plants. Two plants per person. Yes. Two tomato plants per person. We're talking about Mary Jane. We're talking about you know marijuana. There. That. (laughs) We're talking about that. Yeah, marijuana is uh, kind of legalized in Canberra for personal use. So that's about to be legal. Um, In the States, Okay, the States. Where all our politicians basically live. So if if you're not from, if you're listening to this and you're not from Australia, you need to understand that Australia is a very. um, Chill. Very, very uptight, kind of Catholic, Anglican, um, uptight place our bible um, belts rule our government yes basically exactly that uh like in the sense now. that we're very religious right very old school religious right mm. um i find it quite interesting that the nation's capital where people that basically i think in, in canberra a lot of the people there think that marijuana leads to cancer and death mm. um and also causes you to be drunk and crash your car <laughs> i think they're getting that mixed up somewhere um so basically <laughs> they think it's um the, the devil's lettuce and therefore, it's not allowed. But somehow, the place where they govern the country, it slipped through the cracks and it is now legal. So this- I find this very interesting that this all happened within the fortnight of massive controversy happening last week with the fact that the government wants to make people who want to go on the New Start payment yep. um, take drug tests. Because on one hand, and the fact Jackie Lambie, who's one of our crazier politicians and sometimes she makes perfect sense and sometimes she's just that's the crazy thing about it is that she we makes have a perfect few of sense them sometimes. yeah like sometimes when you when you find yourself agreeing with jackie lambie you're like what the hell's wrong with this country <laughs> but you do sometimes but so jackie lambie is like <laughs> i will only endorse uh new start people getting drug tested for money so new start is yeah. basically like you know you get government handouts of money every two weeks which i need so i'm not judging people um, they want to drug test them, and if they don't fail the drug test, they won't get their money. Jackie Lambie's like, I will support it only if politicians get the same drug test and you can't get your work money if you fail the drug test, which I think is fine. It's perfectly logical, yeah. our politicians, everyone knows in Australia, our politicians are on a lot of, lot of cocaine. Yeah, absolutely. It's just knowledgeable. So I find it interesting that that happened in the same fortnight, that now marijuana is going to be legalised in Canberra, where all our politicians live. And where the fireworks and, are legal. Yes. And where the fireworks are legal. And we also want to drug test new start people. Yeah, very interesting. I also find it interesting <laughs> as to what's going to happen. Are they going to be putting a border around Canberra to stop people from smuggling that mm. out of there? Seeds and things like that? Or, or, or um, you I know, think, just leaves? I think Questacon's or, about to become a lot more fun. Questacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Questacon is going to be incredible. Oh, my God, the electric thing. 
Yes. Could you just imagine the getting absolutely stoned and then just going and then just the line of people with red eyes? Or going into the tornado house. Oh. Oh. Or the giant slide. Oh, that was my Lord. favorite. Oh, yeah. Or the, the guillotine. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so it looks like uh, Canberra Trip is an uh, excursion that must happen for Kent and the steering team. Sounds Yay. like it. Yes. Um, for educational purposes. Yes, yeah, so look, that's, it's an interesting it's legal. one. You, you, can't, you can't judge people then for going to Canberra because you're going to Canberra to do something that's perfectly legal there. It's the same thing for people to go to Amsterdam. And yet there's about to be a lot of judgment going on in New South Wales as the abortion bill just got passed. Absolutely it did. Ooh, Thank yes. goodness it did. Finally they saw the light. So the exact thing of it is the fact that abortion was l- legal up to 14 weeks, but only in cases of health health scares or if the child was if there was something wrong with the child or if there was something wrong with the mother you were allowed to have an abortion in new south wales yep if there wasn't you weren't and now you can have an abortion in new south wales just you know if you don't want to have a kid basically no questions asked up to 22 weeks yeah anything after 22 weeks you need to get it signed off by two different doctors so can you get it up to 26 weeks because i've read somewhere 26 weeks like without the doctor or with no 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 with like, a doctor. Well, I think yeah. that becomes a whole different sort of operation. Though. That's not yeah. the same thing it's as an, yeah. It's that's... not the same thing as the old coat hanger. <laughs> oh God! Isn't that how it's done? <laughs> Any of you seen Revolutionary Road? It's actually no, a vacuum I cleaner. That. It's on a vacuum I'm cleaner. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They put a Hoover up the Hoover and they. It's it's a suction. They suction it. You out. know, weirdly, they did an episode about it in Degrassi. Like, they, they went through the full procedure in Degrassi. Well, I remember they... Don't I you love when a show tries to get controversial? Well, yeah. no, no, but Degrassi was always about that. Degrassi was always about... Um, remember the, the, remember the, the chick that had her period? The one, the, the, the main chick? Emma. Yeah. Emma. And how she went and uh, almost got picked up by a child predator. She went to the child predator's house. Yeah, that was house. the very first episode. Yeah, she went there to look looking for the friend. Um, yeah, we're looking for Online. Yeah, who was in a hockey team. And he got there, and he was the, there was just the coach there, and he was like, "Oh yeah, the boys have just gone downstairs to get some pizza. Have a seat. Wait, wait for them." And she's feeling really uncomfortable. There was no boy. He it was, was a always the dude. It was the predator. He wanted to get in bed with her. Oh, Degrassi. I really liked Manny. I don't know. She was Emma's is. best friend. Oh yeah, no, she was fine. I <laughs> I never really watched Degrassi at all. The first few times that I saw it on TV, I was probably about twelve or thirteen years old, and. I think I just always felt uncomfortable, so I just didn't watch it. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. my input. <laughs> we, that's we, fair. We used to get warned before watching it by was it Fifi Box? Who who warned us? Yeah, Fifi. Yeah, there was a there was a Fifi would warn Hey, go ask your mum for permission. Oh my god! Yeah, yes, yeah. There ABC, was. ABC kids were told to go. Because it was parental going. guidance recommended for young viewers. Yeah, yeah. So we just run along and ask your mum. Okay, let's play the episode before you get back. Kind yeah. of thing. No, like, I always used to just watch it. Yes, yeah, so did I. My grandparents, because my, my, my grandparents didn't speak any English. So you would just say, sit there and watch so it. So the amount of stuff that I got to watch when I was probably too young to process it. Yes. Because they didn't understand what the fuck was going on. This explains so much. I used yes. to take them to Blockbuster. Because, you, like, you know how you needed, like, if, if you were uh, buying an M-rated movie, yeah. you had to get it with an adult? Yeah. So I used to take my grandparents to Blockbuster who couldn't speak English and couldn't understand what the fuck I was ordering. And get like I watched Dracula. I watched all of South Park. Um, and what did the people at Blockbuster think? I, I'm sure like the the young 15 year old kid behind the counter knew what I was doing. I just didn't care. I just did not care. It yeah. was hilarious. That sounds about right. Yes, indeed. Well, so basically, long story short, Canberra now uh, is going to legalize. Well, 
Yeah. The ACT. Does that include Jarvis Bay Territory? Because that is part of the ACT. I think it would. It would make camping trips to Jarvis Bay a lot more interesting. Is I feel it, like nothing would change in Jarvis Bay. It would just become yeah. legal. But what, is is True. is it Canberra or is it ACT? It's the ACT. It's, it's the then state. It you can't be, have you can't have city based. It would then be it would be Jarvis based. Bay. I find that interesting. I did see an interesting Batuta Advocate article um, proclaiming that uh, the Canberra Raiders will be um, sponsored by Orchi Orange Juice, um, <laughs> mainly because uh, you know orange juice bottles like that are great for making. Um, Bongs. Bongs. I can't say I've done that myself, but you know, you know when you're just walking along the footpath and you just see like an old Gatorade <laughs> bottle yep. with a hose sticking out, yep. and it's like, oh god, someone's had fun. Yeah. So that's uh, news in uh, our state's capital, our nation's capital, our nation's capital. Exactly. I wonder. I wonder. Okay, let's not do that because that's not a very good song, and also it's a terrible anthem, and also uh, copyright. Um, I wonder. Do you know with that thing with Jackie Larry? Do you reckon all the politicians said, absolutely disgraceful, no way are we doing that? No. Do you know? No, they, they awkwardly just sort of tried to shush her up. Like, it, it was on a couple of news sites, but it wasn't on many. It was just a very... Well, mainly because... It was just um, like, oh, yeah, Jackie Larby said this. Um, well, News Limited wouldn't allow that to happen. The, the Liberal uh, Party would I don't, be furious. I don't think it was on News Limited at all. I well, think it yeah. was on, like, all of the... Yeah, Fox Media wouldn't allow it. I feel Murdoch like they could be Pauline screen time. Yeah, because think, Pauline's on the right. I think weirdly Pauline's entertaining. I think yeah. Pauline is um, yes. against it. Like Pauline, I, from the last time Yeah, I she's heard. from a small country town in Queensland. They're all high up there. Come <laughs> on, man. Yeah. Of course she's against it. But, like, I find that whole thing interesting because the National Drug Association and, like, all of these people who work with addicts have said, no, you're being stupid. This isn't the way to do it. They're like... And the government's like, no, we don't want people spending the tax. Because New Start and all that is tax. Like, so mm. someone pays tax and then someone in New Start gets that money yep. to help. So, you know, it is taxpayer That's why dollars. the boomers complain about where their tax dollars go. Exactly. Did you know, <clears throat> did you know if you shut down Centrelink and gave every single Australian $500 instead, there would still be money left over? Yep. Yeah. So we could all be getting $500 a week instead, you know, not even with with a job or not. Every single Australian, $500. Centrelink doesn't exist. You can survive on $500 a week even if you don't have an extra job or a job to supplement that that $500 that you're getting or increase that money that you have. So I think the, the um, key here is that the government stuff actually don't care about if you're um, struggling or whatnot. No, they've got bigger issues, like legalizing marijuana. Yeah, it's true. I don't <laughs> think Valid. government jobs should be. I don't not not government jobs. I don't think po- political jobs should earn as much money they as they do. I think political jobs should be altruistic. I think they should get about maybe fifty thousand um, dollars. Differences, you don't get taxed on your fifty thousand yeah. dollars, but yeah. that's your maximum. Yeah. You get all $50,000 of it, but you don't pay tax as a politician. And you get your own place. Because, look, the yeah. only thing you need to be a politician is a house in whatever electorate you're in. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, uh, money so that you can, you know, buy your kids, provide for your kids. And if you have, like, four kids and yeah. the $50,000 isn't enough, then you get the same family benefits oh, also, that everyone else in Australia does. Also, the yeah. house, the house um, cannot be more than... Um, more than 10% above your electorate's mean um, yeah. house price. Because yeah. otherwise, how are you a person of the people? 
Yeah. You, know you saw your local rep at, yeah. the, at the store the other day. Yeah, uh, Albo, yeah. Anthony Albanese, the, de the, the uh, leader of the opposition in Australia, was down at my local shopping centre pulling up in his Toyota Corolla with his suit on to go shopping. Now, see, that's fantastic. Oh, good on him. He's a bit weird, but he's a he. He lives in the area. He, he does is very stuff. weird. Like but I've met he him. He has a lisp. He's come to our come to our school before to talk, and he's yeah. He but, was. But look at that. He, yeah. He's actually embodying his local area. He lives yep. there. He he yeah. resides there, and he shops yeah. in the local area. But that's good. That's Miracle Metro. Miracle Metro. Good old. What a hole. Emville Metro. Absolutely. <laughs> I still can't believe that they they cut they <laughs> rejected the cinema idea. What? Yeah, and they were looking at building a cinema there, and then they said, mm, The no. locals didn't I remember that. Yeah, the locals didn't. Because oh. yeah, so they didn't want so many, they didn't want the uh, overpopulation. Oh, but having a McDonald's in there is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. What I, no, what, what, I, what, what I love the most is, despite the fact that it absolutely affects me, I do love the fact it's affecting those that stopped my beloved cinema from going in there, um, is the idea that now there's a new road system. Again, this is still political. Um, road system uh, called WestConnex. I think oh, I've spoken West about Connects. on here before. Um, they are basically a new new motorway system, which is funneling uh, the entire population of city uh, Sydney into the heart of where I live, um, and it's right near Marrickville. Uh, they're, they're basically <coughs> leading a main artery of it directly onto the doorstep of Marrickville Metro and the surrounding areas. But so all those people that didn't want that fucking cinema are now going to have cars. From whoop whoop driving up their ass <laughs> because now instead of having space for a cinema, there's space for a roadway. So there you go. But genuinely, the thing that I find most interesting about that is if they had had the cinema and it would have been a brand new cinema, yep. the government couldn't have uh, had the opening there. They couldn't yeah. have justified yeah, knocking they would have had down to West a West brand yeah. new cinema. So yeah. all of those yeah. people screwed themselves over. They could have they had did. a cinema, but now they have a West Connects. Now they're yes. settling for an artisan <laughs> food court. Yeah, oh, an, oh, an, an yeah. artisan it's food court. An artisan. They is. have two sushi restaurants and they call it an artisan. No, the building no, next door. The new building. What? The building, new next, building door. next door. That's what. Haven't what, you seen? The Across construction the road. site. That entire construction site. That's going to be the new half of Marco Metro. I just thought that was still West Coast. No, <laughs> no. no. At the roundabout. Oh, is that what they're building? They're there? building yes. a dedicated artisan food court, artisan food court, and a wank coals. You know, oh, how there's, wank you know how there's wank oh. Woolworths. Yeah, so we have um, again. If you're not from Australia, we have Coles and Woolworths, which are very, very kind of just who cares, no frills supermarkets. <laughs> but now we're going to have um, we have a wank version of one of them, and they're going to build a wank version of the other one. So it's going to have like wank Coles, wank Woolworths. Can I just say I want to wank Harris Farm because they make their own okay, cheese. Okay, so I thought you were going to say if you stopped at Harris, it would sound like a guy. Whole, <laughs> hang on, can, can I just say yes. Whole Foods episode South Park. Yes, watch that if you want to see it. That's that's what they're building. I made everyone watch oh, it last God. night. And I had that's what they're building basically near you. What season is that? Season? It's season twenty-one or twenty-two. Season uh, twenty-one or twenty-two, episode one, two, or three. It's called Whole Lot of Foods, I think. I thought it was season yeah. nineteen, episode. So three. they're literally going to have all three is, then. No, Yes. It's definitely the, the holy three. trinity of supermarkets. Yes, we're, they we're are. We're going to have Wank Woolies, Wank Coles, and Aldi, which is basically all Wank. No, all wank I and really, shit. really want a Wank Harris Farm at because uh, then I, I have to drive to Broadway to go get my favorite well, cheese. No, but, but <laughs> that's a long distance. But, but, there, but you could just go to Bondi. No, but Bianca, oh, Bianca, you're mistaken. There's no such thing as a wank Harris Farm. Harris Farm is wank. I just love like Aldi. Harris Farm. They yeah. self edible flowers. <laughs> Oh God! What All flowers this? are edible. That's the second time <laughs> just, we've spoken about you know, edible flowers. <laughs> just some of them don't taste very good. <laughs> I don't think roses are edible. 
I, f- I mean, they could be. I, some ones that are actually poisonous carbon, please don't go around eating. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Some of them, you know, you, you can eat all flowers. That's just, true. You know? She's got a point there. Everything's Sorry, edible. I just remembered. Just some of them it's are edible. only edible once. One of, one of my brother's best friends who is, funnily enough, not supposed to be doing stuff like this anymore, and I can't say why. Uh, got okay. really drunk at our house once Eating when he flowers? was 16. No, this is true. Okay. He got really drunk when he, at our house. I think he was seven, 16, 17. And I came home from school and there was flowers floating in the toilet. And I looked at my brother and his best mate. I'm like, what's going on here? And my brother was like, oh, so, such and such has just thrown up all the flowers. I'm like, what do you mean he threw up the flowers? <laughs> he got drunk, ate the flowers and then threw them up and he couldn't flush the flowers down the toilet, so there was just flowers floating in our toilet, like like some sort of majestic bowl that you have in the middle of a freaking dining table. Artisan toilet. Artisan toilet. It was an artisanal toilet. It's a wanker toilet. I oh, wonder if they'll have bad. those at the metro. <laughs> yeah. Just in the urinals. Yeah. Just little floating Makes your shit smell better. So you can't eat all flowers. Some of them make you throw up. I remember there were- Are you sure it wasn't the alcohol? Bases. Maybe. Maybe it was a combination. ¿Por qué no los dos? Yeah. ¿Por qué no los dos? Anyway, on with the show. <laughs> to our final hot topic. Yes, main event. Third and final <laughs> hot topic. This, um, so this was brought about, a little bit of context for you. This was brought about because, so Bianca and I went for breakfast yesterday. Um, as we do. Uh, as we do. And, and we were discussing, so our, our favorite game franchise made by Naughty Dog, the people behind the game Crash Bandicoot, the game Spyro. that I love, Uncharted, not Spyro, they didn't make Spyro. Didn't they? No, no, they did not. Activision. Um, Activision made Spyro in 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 like in uh, what's the word I'm looking for in combat. To, um, then why did they have thing? a secret Spyro level on one of the car- crashes? Because they probably let because Activision or back then. Back then, because Activision took control of of um, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's why. But anyway, um, on with the show. Uh, yeah. So we're discussing the fact that our, our, our one of our favorite games called The Last of Us. There's a mm. second part now coming out. Um, and the main character in that is is a I think she's seventeen in this one. She was fourteen in the first one, um, and she happens to, to be, be gay. gay. Happens to be gay. <clears throat> well, actually, I say she happens to be gay. No, no, she doesn't happen to be gay. She's gay. She is gay. Um, and and there's a difference there. A L- little more context though to the beginning of L- how, little how little more happened. context. So so um, the first game that you play. She's just a 14-year-old girl. Who's a tomboy? Tomboy, 14-year-old girl. Uh, after the success of that game... They had a downloadable they, content. Yeah, they, they had an extra thing. They added on about another half hour to an hour of gameplay to the game. Um, about about four or five months after the game came out, this was added to the game. This extra part then revealed that she's, in fact, gay. Gay. Um, <laughs> okay, it's still, it's still okay. It's still a... It, it is. It bothers me. It's it's still okay because I I was I'm hoping that it was always the intention that she was gay. Can you imagine the board meeting at Naughty Dog? Oh god. No, they would have been totally on board with it. Um, <laughs> okay, so, oh. so 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 so. I'll she, explain why it bothers me. Yeah. Afterwards. So she now is gay. Okay. Because this extra thing now as it so now this extra content thing happens both before the main game and during the yep. main game. So it's kind of a flashback here and there kind of thing. Yep. Um, reveals that she's gay. Uh, and it kind of is the big headline to this extra thing. So now it starts to become that not only is this just a thing, she happens to be gay, now it's, it's hey, guys. She's gay. Yeah, do you remember the, the extra bit of, bit of the game called The Last of Us Left Behind where it reveals Ellie's gay? That's how you know Because I what feel it is. like that was the whole point of it. Yeah, the point of it was to be able to reveal <laughs> to you that she's gay. 
We've now had a couple of trailers for the sequel to the game, which is called The Last of Us Part 2. Um, the, the big reveal kind of trailer um, showed Ellie within, I think, two minutes of the trailer starting. It's about a 50-minute trailer, but two minutes in, she kisses Reminding a girl. Reminding us that she's gay. Reminding us that she's gay <laughs> by having her kiss um, yeah. a, a, another character in the game um, who's female. Who's a woman. Um, so we see that happen. Uh, we've now had another trailer for the game where we... Pausing that and giving a little bit more context, the first game broke... It was groundbreaking because of its story writing, its fantastic free-flowing story and its interesting storyline and kind of untapped, unchallenged, um, undone storyline. It was a good storyline because it wasn't, it wasn't a typical Cliché. survivor storyline. It was more about the fact that these two characters were becoming father and daughter. Yeah, which is which is such an interesting <clears throat> kind of thing. This game's now, based on the last trailer, revealed that uh, it looks like Ellie's... The story about this game is the fact that Ellie's gay. Yeah, the story <laughs> of this game is, yes, Ellie's gay. It looks like Ellie's love interest, um, who's a girl, gets shot or killed or something like that something by the looks of the trailer. She so it's, it's a revenge story. The entire game looks like it's a revenge story um, about the fact that Ellie's gay. Yeah, did you guys get the fact she was gay? So Ellie, so basically, Sorry, what, she's gay. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, what? So if you if you play The Last of Us, yeah. it doesn't matter. But now that we're talking about The Last of Us two, you need to know Ellie's gay. Bianca, yeah. what's that? What's what do we? What do they need to know? Ellie's gay. Okay, so guys, you need to know Ellie's gay. So it Ellie's happens a lot. okay. Yeah, yeah, so Ellie's so an interesting. She's in, an interesting character because Ellie's gay. Not that, because not because she's an interesting character. Hey, 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 problem hey, comes from. So you're saying she's gay? <laughs> yeah, so she's, she was an interesting character because she's an interesting character. Now, now she's now she's an interesting character because she's gay. And I think that's the problem that I have because in the first in the first store like thing before you got the downloadable mm-hmm. content, Ellie was this amazing intricate yeah. layered character, and then you got the downloadable content, and okay, this is where my problem comes. From. And this is why I think it is important that we had. Uh, you so know, non yeah. extra there, there white is, guys here. Yeah. Straight white guys. And Carmen, you can agree with me with this. Mm-hmm. If you believe so. Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> thank, thank you for giving me the option to opt out there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if she had been made just randomly amongst all these other amazing things that she was being, mm-hmm. like, think, she was an amazing fighter at 14. Mm-hmm. She happened to have, I don't want to spoil the game. but She had great adult language. Yeah, she was a great adult language. She wasn't like just this little kid. She was an important little kid and she was just a character that was fully developed. If she had happened during that thing, there was another character in the game who was a boy, but if they had made that character a girl and they had just shown that Ellie had feelings for her or something and it was just revealed like that within the context of the game where all of these other things happened... That would have just been, oh, yeah, this is an amazing character who happens to be gay and this is her story that's not about her Mm -hmm. being gay. It's just about that. It's just about her story Mm -hmm. with Joel. But then they added the downloadable content that's just like, oh, yeah, and she's gay. So So it wasn't normal. It was a statement. I think think what I understand exactly where everyone's Mm -hmm. coming from and to put it bluntly, if we were to put everything in a nutshell, all that's happened is is that this gay thing has now just feeling like an afterthought. 
it's you've got this amazing story you've mm. got these layered characters and as a disclaimer i've never actually thoroughly played through these games unfortunately i will at one point mm-hmm. um but from what i've seen at the trailer and obviously mm. with what i've discussed with you guys um yeah it's that's kind of how it comes across it is like an afterthought and it kind of leaves that not so nice bad not, aftertaste in not, your mouth. not even that though my, my issue is that it isn't my issue with it isn't that it's an afterthought because i still think that even if it's an afterthought mm-hmm. had this not been so phenomenal and so interesting that that could have been sellable my issue with it is that it is only sellable and by that i mean i mean a different definition of sellable it's sellable in the fact that it feels like they're hoping to make more money off of this because <laughs> It's an interesting gay female lead character, so therefore buy this game because yeah, it's we'll hit interesting. More demographics. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. interesting. We're being unique. We're standing out from the crowd. We're showing that a female can be the character, mm. a and, gay character yeah. can be the lead character. When really, but that's a whole and, other and it's game. The exploitation but, yeah. of a minority as well, because it's it not is, using. Absolutely, it it's is. It's not using Ellie as a character. It's using Ellie as it's, a lesbian. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, that's what my problem and, is. And with Bianca it. and I, we, we spoke about this. We were meant to be there for about half an hour, and we we're there for about two hours talking. Yeah. Because it got to the point where, where we realized that. Be, what the, and the thing that annoys us the most it's not that females are becoming protagonists, it's not that gay people are becoming protagonists, it's that the fact that they're gay is the thing that sets them apart, or the fact that they're female sets them apart, not that they're just a good character. Yeah. Why does it have to be. I, because they're gay or because they're a female, they have to be because the main no character. Because no person wants to be defined by some characteristic of them that should just be commonplace. Yep. Exactly. Yep. exactly. Why can't it just be... And that's it. The rest of us don't That's it. That. And Bianca said this brilliantly. This was Bianca's quote, and I fucking love it. It's that because they're gay, that is them. It It's not... If they were just normally... Just a normal person that mm. happened to be gay... That would be normal. Yep. It becomes pointless that they're gay it, when that's the whole point. When all of them only exist because they're gay or because they're a woman, that's them. It's the difference between having in a movie a best friend mm-hmm. who is gay versus having a gay best friend. Exactly. Yep. And it's it's when that it's when your sexuality when when sexuality is portrayed as a personality mm-hmm. The definitive point. That yeah, it, it sexuality isn't a personality. No, no. You being a lesbian and me being bi and all of the other cacophony of sexualities and transgenderisms and all that—that that isn't who we are as people. That's just this is who I like to sleep with, and that's yeah. not. It's like, not the same it's thing. It's not the same thing. It's about as relevant <laughs> as your favorite color. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It shouldn't be that I like red, so I'll only be wearing red. And, if, and not only will I only be wearing red, only talk about red. You've got and a big red wall. I have a red wall, right I now. know that. But I was 13 <laughs> when I just made that color choice. Okay. <laughs> okay. But not only that, though. But, you know, like yeah. I, I wear mostly... Okay, I wear mostly black and like gray and stuff like that. So come on, I'm not wearing yeah. all red when I go out and stuff like that. It doesn't define who I am. Nothing has to be red. I'm only I wearing my favorite and color. I have, a problem, I have a problem when sexuality and when women like when i tomb raider is one of my favorite series 
Yeah. And I think they redeemed it a lot with the recent set of games. They made her more interesting and normal. Yeah. Just a normal but person. With, in the original set of games, Tomb Raider was interesting. And all about the tits. Because she yeah. had tits. Yeah. That was it. Lara Very Costa's pixelated, blocky. Yeah, the triangle tits. Oh, that was so bad. Triangle tits. The, the yep. pyra tits. Yeah. Pyra tits. Yeah. So I, I just... So, yeah, Lara Croft was interesting because she was a woman. Mm-hmm. And now she's interesting because she was a, she's a person. And it's funny, I didn't even think so. of that, but I think that, that the Tomb Raider series has done the best job in what this world is is suffering from enormously in that they did just make her... She was a scared young mm-hmm. female character in that first one. Oh, yeah. And yeah. she struggled to kill people in that game. When you had to kill someone, it took ages. You had to go through mm. cinematics of her being like shocked and everything and like that. And she cried. She cried and she hated what she was doing because it's tough because she's a normal bloody person whereas everything else is all about, oh no, I'm, I'm again, I'm an incredibly masculine female so therefore... I can I'm, conquer. Yeah, I can conquer. It's like, it doesn't have to be about that because it's but, not what everyone and everything is. And it's not making a minority out of that either. Like, that no. that does happen and that's not the thing. It's just that... Other people can exist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's not always the same. It's kind of like the girl in the movies who's always shy and, like, yeah. insecure about herself. The and wallflower. The wallflower phenomenon. Yeah. Like, mm, no. I also we, don't like that the that Last of Us is a revenge tragedy. Yeah, because the story was so fantastic that... And, and they took so long to make the sequel because they're like... We want to make sure we get the right story. Well, you haven't done that, unfortunately, because a revenge story is not a good sequel. Again. That's obvious. A revenge story should be the first story in a series. Because it's the weakest story. It is. You can build but it's a, a good world kickoff from point. a revenge story. Yeah, it's you a can. good kickoff point. It might define a character, but Take you don't him. define... Yeah. Yeah. But you don't define a character in the second part. Yeah. But also, so then that also led to, um, I, I, I threw in the, the joke that, so Australia, um, I'd say in recent history, um, overcame its prejudices and everything like that, and now allows gay marriage. And I kind of said that people in a certain area of Sydney, uh, meaning uh, Oxford Street, <laughs> now become redundant. And I, by that I mean, those people that are very, very outwardly gay to the point where they make that their personality are redundant in this world because your homosexuality shouldn't define you. It can if it, if you want, but you know, looking at it as what the future should hold and what the future, you know, what we're hoping for, shouldn't be, should just be it shouldn't be a personality trait. And we're preying on that with big companies, Hollywood, mm. um, gaming industry, preying on that idea that let's be different by making our character be gay or be female rather than just letting them... But we the people are not existing. helping because we keep giving them the money. We keep feeding well, them. Well, like, if they, yeah, if they, yeah. if they called it. it something else besides Last of Us, I wouldn't buy it. But it's called The Last of Us, so I have to give them my money. But yeah. look, <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. It's the example that, that I commonly use with the whole idea of being a gamer versus being a girl gamer. So, like, There's no there difference. Are, there is no difference. No. And to call yourself a girl gamer is actually inherently damaging because what you're doing yeah. is you're stating in a way that you're the exception to the rule. But exactly. everyone knows that women like playing games. So if you want to normalise it, if you're a woman, you should call yourself, yep, I'm a gamer, I enjoy playing games. That's me. Like, I enjoy playing As you games. Said. I would never want to call myself, I'm a girl gamer, because 
That it just, like that, you were saying, Phil, it makes a, it redundant. And that puts a stereotype on you. It makes you yes. seem different and it makes it, you yes. look like you're not genuinely that. Yep. And I can't stress enough how damaging it is when you do that yeah. because you think that that you're trying to be special, but it's it, it's about normalising it. it yeah. It's also that the fact that the idea of girl gamer and the idea of these lesbian characters and the idea, they have been over-sexualised. And I understand that, Last of Us is not over-sexualizing Ellie. Which is good. Which is great. I, I'm not... Cr- it like, shows the quality of the writing in it. It's just that they've yep. been very weak and very... They've chosen a poor story. So the yeah. easy... If... I genuinely think that if they had chosen this story, if they said, we want to make it a revenge tragedy for Ellie, that's fine. That's not... That's not the biggest deal. If they had... But the way that they've done it is making it a personal vendetta because only Ellie's girlfriend at this point mm. looks like she's being killed. Yeah, it happens to be because Ellie's girlfriend. Yeah. I think if they had made it so... So they're living in a camp in the game. So if they had made it something like these other people have raided the camp mm. and, they're, and they, you know, took mm. their supplies and all that mm. and then this game becomes about survival again because they have to go to the other camp yeah. and get back their thing... But meanwhile, Ellie's refueled by revenge because yeah. her girlfriend's dead. Yeah. That's different to Ellie... making a, move, a game about the fact that Ellie's girlfriend's dead. Yeah, the, the fact they could have had it as Ellie's motive in having the camp destroyed was that her girlfriend was killed, not just Ellie's girlfriend got killed, so Ellie's going to go and be pissed off. Like you just This, this is also what we talked about just before with it being a plot trope of fridging. Yeah, women in refrigerators. Yeah, using the motivation of the whole story that... Your love interest gets destroyed at the beginning, and that fuels the whole story. I think that started because of Green Lantern, because Great Hal walked into the into his kitchen and opened the fridge, and his girlfriend at the time's head was in the fridge. She was dead. Yeah, Deadpool um, two did it too, as Drew mentioned to us before we recorded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her name? But De- Deadpool two. I know Marina or something. Marina Backron. Marina Back. Yeah. But Deadpool 2 does it on two counts because it does it with Cable and his family and then does it with Deadpool as well. So they're actually running it in parallel for the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting to think about that. I, yeah, I didn't actually think about Cable and his family um, too. We did also, so we didn't just have the point about homosexuality and male versus female. Um, despite the fact that one of my other favorite games, Uncharted, yes. also by Naughty Dog, and also written by the same person that wrote The Last of Us Part well, 1 no, and Uncharted Part 2. Uncharted 4 is Uncharted favorite. 4. Um, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 was written by a woman. Which by a I woman, Amy Hennig. Thought, I thought was amazing. Yeah, Uncharted mm. 4 was written by the same person that wrote uh, Last of Us Part 1 and 2. Um, and at the end of the game, it's not a, a, a spoiler, um, Drake, Drake has, has a, a daughter, daughter. Because, of course, Drake has a daughter. And Again, she's very nerdy. And very, very nerdy, has the glasses. She's a, a gamer. She has yeah. her PlayStation. She has that sort of stuff. She hangs out in a room. Again... I'm not saying it's a bad thing that it's a daughter because it shouldn't be an issue. It's the point that they, of course, based off of what happened in now happening in The Last of Us, it was always going to be a daughter. But it's always. And they want to wave their banners. Exactly. Becoming a statement, like making a statement of, you know, has become a trope. And that's my problem with it. It's no longer something that's individual and something that's actually and it, it's also again like another south of park episode we watched last night with the yelpers with so many people yelling their messages it becomes pointless it becomes pointless there's no reason to have so many mes- messages being screamed at all at once and you can't 
it's not normalizing the issues and that's my problem with it it's the fact that they're hallmarking the the the, the issue not making it normal yeah yeah they just need to make it normal Black Panther did the same thing, mm-hmm. um, yep. you know, about black people. You ruined Black Panther for me because you, when you mentioned that the, it, the movie's it pointless. Did not, the, the movie, pointless. the movie could have not existed and nothing would have changed in other the than MCU. again because Wakanda had been mentioned in um, Civil War, Captain America: Civil War. So we didn't even need to go there. Really, we could have seen it for the first time in Avengers: Infinity the War. The only yeah. thing in Black Panther that changed anything in the universe was what happened in the post credits. When Bucky woke up there. Yep. Yeah. That Which was, that didn't need, that wasn't even part of the normal movie or the, the main part of the movie, so it didn't need to exist at all. I, uh, yeah, and you also the, it for me. Well, you know, I like, liked that movie. Yeah, it's pointless. It's the worst movie in the cinema universe I didn't, universe I didn't enjoy Thor's. it, actually. Because it didn't, it was pointless. It. it was a shit movie that didn't need to exist. Okay, and the, the hero, the, the yeah. absolute hero of the, gay, of, the, of the game, of the movie, <laughs> was Sterling K. Brown. His character, who gets killed in the first five minutes because he wanted to help the people in America. Yeah. And he gets killed by his brother. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, look, I, this, this, it's an issue that's happening a lot and goes on and on and on in this world where it's, where people do things. Again, KFC, I feel, is doing it with um, the vegan, vegan chicken. chicken. Yeah. Like, they're just, I, 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 it's pandering. I, it's absolutely, it's pandering. And, and I hate that because if it was done for the sake of being normal or inclusive, I have no problem with it. The fact that they're doing it to get more money or to do it as a money grab or do it to get the attention and get get what they feel like is kind of thanks or reward for doing it is not the right motives for doing it. And like gender-swapped remakes of films. Yes, Ghostbusters did it. Now, now look, or, like, I, um, I love that Ghostbusters uh, film. But the, then there's Ocean's 8 that, did it as well. No, it's or pointless. The, oh. fact, the fact that they're not making more black hero superhero movies. They're like, there are so many freaking awesome black superheroes, and I just want yep. an icon movie. I really, really want an icon movie. Um, Dwayne McDuffie, who wrote all of our favorite TV shows from childhood, wrote an amazing superhero character, and they're not making his movie, and he's got an awesome sidekick. Anyway, long story. But... They have so many amazing black superheroes, but they keep color changing. I say color changing, like race swapping all of the white characters in movies, which I don't care. Like, that's fine. I don't give yeah. a shit about that. It's that, okay, do that, but also do these amazing freaking. It, it, there's Middle Eastern superheroes, fucking Simon Baz, who don't get any screen time. It, it stops at all. feeling like you're doing it for the right reasons that they might just be better actors. It stops feeling like that when they're casting the, these roles. It feels like they're doing it on purpose. Specific. It feels like they have an agenda yeah. to panda and to get more money and credit but for doing Simon it. Simon Baz Green Lantern which is movie awful. with Jessica Cruz, who they were always partnered up. That's a Middle Eastern man and a Latina woman in one movie. They could have done that whole comic book series and made it amazing and redeemed Green Lantern. But no, let's make James Gordon black. Yeah, it, it, that's, it again. That's and again, James Gordon being about black. I don't care about that. It's just they got like Jeffrey Wright, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I'm actually why didn't they? Why good choice? Why didn't they get Benjamin McKenzie to do it? Oh, I love Benjamin McKenzie. He's awesome, but Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Benjamin cool. McKenzie. He'd be perfect as Gordon. Ryan I, Atwood. It hasn't been confirmed yet. I know, but I really want this yeah. to be confirmed. But, but come on. But the point being, like, but like, you could have had this. Anyway, again, there's, there's there's great people that are. I, I would hope that I am completely wrong in saying it. 
I would hope that they're doing it purely, literally, because they were the best choice. They were the best yeah. kind of... They, 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 yes. they played it the, the best, better than anyone else. I don't feel like that's the case, though. I do feel like it is doing it as a statement. Again, I look at, I look at the big controversy, the aerial casting. I, yeah. I, 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 I sincerely hope see, that the choice the was the... I'm going to get probably slammed for this because people were slammed for saying it. I'm not saying it as a white guy being like, oh, but the cartoon had was white, uh, like a white chick with red hair. It's not my, not what I'm, I'm getting at. I fear, I hope it's genuine, but yeah. I don't think it is because we've got precedent. Everything else I think, shows I that think it's precedent. I think the problem is that that's coming out of Disney, and Disney does it a lot. Disney oh, has okay. done it a lot to redeem themselves. Yeah. The year after that, Disney got called out for never apologizing for a lot of their movies in the 40s and 50s where they yep. what's that well there is one movie Jew bashing I, no the one where they they did it with the black guy and he was like a happy song of the slave. south yes ha- which won an academy award for best original song for zippity doodah yeah so yeah. when they they never apologized for song of the south no. and that year i remember and i can't remember who it was but like so many movies came out with black leads which again nothing wrong yeah. with it but it was it was it was yeah. Disney backlash. flooded it with the Nutcracker, A Wrinkle in Time, Black Panther, all came out in the same year. Again, yeah. if, if if they were the right people for the role, yeah. okay, which is fine. But I don't think that was the case, it's, and that's they're, why because they're, they're, they're over, as an apology. Yeah, they're oversaturating yeah. market, and instead of actually apologizing, which they really should just just say it and be done with it, they're going to keep covering it, and they will never. They've said they'll never release Song of the South again. They're not putting it on Disney Plus. They're not going to release it for home media. They're just going to pretend it doesn't exist. But that's not that's not fixing the problem. Exactly. Warner Brothers, on the other hand, Warner Brothers have openly apologised for all the, of the Looney Tunes. Yeah, shit. everything <laughs> from from the what seventy, eighty years of the Looney Tunes. Yeah. They have openly apologised, but on top of that, have released everything mm-hmm. and just put a disclaimer at the beginning, going, "Look, yep. this is what we were. It's not who we are now." But to deny where we came from would be a disservice. That's exactly here, right. Like the, yeah. Song of the South, as absolutely terrible as it is culturally, animation, it was like... Oh, that of, film pioneered. It was like one of the first films where they combined animation and actual live action. Live live action. action. Oh, but let's talk about uh, an unapologetic film then that is still getting praised, A Clockwork Orange. Oh. Still getting praised to this day. And I would argue that the things that happen in that film are far worse than anything that's conveyed in Song of the South. And I've seen both films. I, I think the difference there. is because mm. Song of the South is about... Slavery. Slavery and racial stuff. And, and Clockwork Orange is about a psycho. Clockwork Orange, though, is also promoting rape. Yeah, and true. Yeah, true. That's... Mm. Like, quite openly promoting rape and showing it in several no, instances but, no, but, throughout the film in a glorified sense. But, Drew, you have to remember... The flavor of the month is race and um, sexuality. Come on, but rape isn't the flavor of the month. Don't be stupid. That's oh. that's the flavor of the month thing. But that's what Carmen movement. and I were talking about a couple of months ago when Pride Month was on. You and I were both talking about how annoyed we were about all of the logos changing to rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got an interesting view on this. Um, Look, I think for any company to be in support of equal rights, um, you know, LGBT, is good. That's a good thing. But I feel like it's just a little forced with these companies coming out with, you know, a Pride logo for Pride Month and just for that month only or whatever. It's like... 
it's almost like it's a weird, not a money gimmick. Um, oh god, I've just. But every every day now. should be Pride Day, and every day should not be Pride yeah, Day. Yeah, well, it's like it they've they've gone ahead and, and yeah, that's right. It, they've gone ahead and made it as as a point. Like, look at us, we're we're supporting gays. Just reminding you guys how supporting of gays we it, are because it makes money. Exactly. And it, it, this year at Pride at at Mardi Gras, there was a Jordan and I, who was our other friend were there together and we were talking about how every second float was like there was Vodafone, Telstra, Optus, uh, Qantas. Wasn't that all just to pay for shit being there? It was (laughs) probably, but it was all just like advertisements with rainbows on it. Mm -hmm. And it was so contrived. Oh, it was just, it actually made me disappointed. Like I, we, we went home after that. (laughs) We were just like, eh. Look, I I think it's best said, you know, uh, action speak louder than than words i guess words yep. would just be you know the show of the, the pride float or the logo you know show us you know some inclusivity with your team or you know maybe like there's been some sort of like customer interaction or something uh where that could be highlighted Do, you know you guys know where i'm getting at yeah. right oh yeah um as opposed to just slapping a freaking rainbow on your logo and, and, and being like look guys LGBT friendly. And the worst part is, is the day, the end of, is Pride Month June or July? I've forgotten now. Oh like, my God. I think it's July. Like, anyway, <laughs> last day of Pride Month, everyone <laughs> took down their flags. Like it, at midnight, every flag it's like a sale. Yeah. Yep. Again, I, I think that it is nice. We are starting to see a little bit of change in the sense that, you know, someone like a shock jock, Alan Jones, when he says something, sponsors are pulling out like, you know, it's like, you know, the bath, the, the plug in the bath's been pulled. That and man unites our country like no one else. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he? Um, but, but what's interesting as well is someone like Israel Folau, a, a, a sporting, um, yes. a, a sports person who said controversial things in keeping with his religious beliefs. Yeah. Um, apparently he said that on, on, on Twitter. Mm. It was quite hurtful to homosexuals. Sponsors, he wasn't fired because just because he was in breach of a contract, which was- forbid him from doing that, which was the case. But the reason it was in the contract was because sponsors had said, if you breach our policy because we believe we are in favour of equality, yeah. if you have someone that doesn't show our kind of, um, uh, what, what's the thing? Values. 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 Yeah. Um, we don't want, we're not going to give you the money because we're not going to be associated with them. So he said what he said, was fired, because the sponsors said, well, we're leaving unless he goes, and he was taken but, out. But think about how self, I, this is my poor problem. He's like, no, no, I should have stayed there. But if he had stayed there, all the sponsors would have pulled out and then none of his teammates could have gotten paid. Yep. Including himself. <laughs> Including himself. And then he would have been like, yeah, yeah I'm out of here. So he was dropped because yeah. they couldn't allow him to be there. So, yeah. Look, long story short, out of all of this, yeah. um, I think that, in fact, I think we all agree that, that what's happening, doing things to pander and doing things to receive credit and recognition. Becoming as toxic as the thing that exactly, it's fighting. Exactly right. Yes. And, it's and it's becoming and it's, annoying. I don't want to feel like I I am supportive of LGBT. I am a part of the community. I don't want to watch every show and just be reminded of the difference. The like, oh, hi, we're here for you. Yeah, I'm different. We're here for yeah, you. Yeah, it's like someone pushing you constantly. Yeah. Like, I'm your friend. I'm your friend. I'm your friend. Yeah. No, fuck off. I don't want you to be my friend. Yeah, and, 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 it's, and it's that idea that, again, <laughs> and, and it's true, though. You're right. And, again, it's making it. 
by making it a point of difference is making it pointless because you're not normalizing yeah. the issue. Have gays and lesbians in video games and in TV shows and in movies, but you don't, but don't make them gay and lesbian to be gay and lesbian. And don't we have a banner? Don't make their don't don't make their their sexuality their personality, and also don't ram it down everyone's throats. Not every straight person does it. You don't have a conversation where you're like. I'm straight, by the way. 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 I'm straight, but why would a gay person do that? They don't. You know, it's, we leave don't. them alone. It's the same as, you know, when you have someone who's transgender, you know, on, on a movie or in an episode. It's always about, oh, you know, um, I'm I'm transgender. It's like just have them there. Have them there as themselves. Don't make it Instead as of, a point. I'm mean. Or, 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 or an issue. You know what I mean? really well, I have to say. Orange is the New Black. There was one oh, episode beautiful. where they did Laverne Cox's transgender story. Yes. Well and done. her brother played her pre-op, which yes. I always, her twin brother yes. played her pre-op, which I always thought was fascinating. That was, I was like, how does this person look so much like her? That was fantastic. I, I really appreciated <clears throat> that. I love Orange is the New Black. But they never, like, very rarely did they mention it again. The only time they, I think they really mentioned it is when they were talking about vaginas. And she's like, yeah, I designed my own, so I know what they look like. Oh, that was that was, I think that was the biggest call out of it. See, those that, those that make it subtle or make it normal deserve the praise, not those yeah. that ram it down everyone's throat. It exactly. wasn't, yep. she wasn't, a, like they, like I said, they did the transgender episode because it is a very difficult thing to be a transgender mm-hmm. woman in a prison. But then she was just a woman in a prison. Yep. Yeah. Which is fine. Nothing wrong with no, that. It's, no, which is fine. Again, and, and it's not about... I'm not offended by the culture or the equality. I'm in favour of it. I'm just in favour of equality, not making one superior than the other or making one wrong in favour of another and also making it more special than something else. It's just Mm. normal. Why can't it all just be normal? Being gay isn't special. Just be normal. Why can't it be normal? Again, like the people are normal. Why can't they be represented as normal? But anyway. That's the end of that. We're going to still play Last of Us 2. Absolutely. <laughs> it's coming out for our birthdays. Smash it. Absolutely it is. Of course, that now brings us on to the final segment of our show. It's the fan favourite because we said it is. Um, <laughs> now, of course, if you if you do want to be a part of the show, if you want to come on here, if you want to rant, rave, discuss with us, feel free to drop us a line. Or if you want to hear us talk about something other than normalcy, please send a raven, send an owl, email. Smoke signals. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Any of any text. of the above. <laughs> text. Yeah, yeah, text or just you know one of many, many, many options. Of course, if you do do that and you do come on the show, you do stand a very good chance of taking home the prestigious award of Sick Kent of the Week. Now, of course, we've got a very special recipient of said award, as it is their first time on the show. Carmen, congratulations! You are this week's second of the Woo! week. Thank you, thank you. I'd I'd like to thank my mom, dad, sister. Anyway, my that's all we've got time for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now, of course, if you do get the prestigious title of Sick Kent of the Week, you will, of course, go in the running for Sick Kent of the Year. It's absolutely correct. Um, prize to be determined later. Yep. Uh, <laughs> By Kent. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. No, he doesn't make the decisions. He's always running off somewhere. We don't know where he's he is. He's got his own podcast to worry about. I'm yeah. all those peaches, though. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, absolutely. I forgot what you were talking about for a second. Anyway, I can hear our personalised theme rolling in already. Absolutely. Drew, I thank you very much for being here for another week, as yes. always. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for coming on the show again. Love Thanks having you here. Me. Carmen, thank you very much for being our guest this week and being on that. You're more than welcome to join in the future at any opportunity you'd like. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you very much. Yes. And it's uh, nice you, to Phil. Thank you very much, Mr. Drew. Until next week. Yep. Yeah.